Hey guys, welcome to episode 17, or part 2 of episode 16, however you want to look at it, of the North Bros Outdoors podcast. The end of the, the Red Lake trip is what it is. Yep, yep. I am one of your hosts, Nick Beto. I'm another, Jacob Yankson, and we are joined here again with... I'm Micah. I'm Jared. Or Timmy. Timmy. And I think, yeah, Jared wasn't on the one we did a couple nights ago, so he came up, what was it, Saturday morning you came? Mm-hmm. Yep, and now it's Sunday afternoon. Sunday at 12.50. And we got everything loaded up, strapped down. Should be just turnkey and head home. Another four-hour trek to to home. So, Mike, have you ever fished Red Lake before? Uh, just once, actually, but that was this past summer. How, how was that compared to this? Um, it was better. Caught, just I caught less, actually. So. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we got them on the fish, right? Yeah, I think total we ended up keeping six. Four, seven. Six or six or seven, yep. So and four of those we got, we all got our overs yesterday, and then we had a handful of of the under seventeen as well. Uh, Timmy, have you fished Red Lake before? No, I've never made it out here. I've heard of many people coming out here all the time. Yeah, nice. well, I was talking to one guy this morning when I was in the in the lodge using the restroom. He said it is the past few years. He's been coming up here for twenty two years. And the past five years, just the amount of people that are up here is crazy. He says even on the weekdays, it's not uncommon to have 8,000 people on the lake. Yeah, you really heard the the ice shifting and uh, making all sorts of noise last night. There's a handful of wheelhouses out there. Uh, Jacob, have you fished up here before? One time, I believe, eight, ten years ago. It's a long but time ago. Not, nothing to even remember where I was at or anything like that. So this is my second time up here. I was, this is my second weekend in a row. I came up last weekend just for the day on Saturday, and we ended up keeping four that day. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. I think I think this is going to be on my early ice bucket list. We've got a bunch of footage to sift through and edit for our YouTube channel. Uh, a lot we, we showed a lot of stuff inside our houses, our gear, our rods, our electronics, our side-by-sides and four-wheelers our houses uh, i mean you name it we pretty much tried to cover it yeah we definitely tried to cover more um and that's one thing this year i don't think in the past five years we've never come into a season with so much new equipment or at least i i haven't i mean my first setup was saturday morning and it was a struggle i couldn't get the house flipped open it was the first time i've ever tried to even open it it wasn't working it was just a a, a headache and then first thing i get the line in the water and then i'm trying to get my vexlar well i had got a new vexlar and it's it's a different model than i previously had and i couldn't figure out how to get my settings i was just static everywhere i couldn't see anything and it was just not quite enjoy- enjoyable the first the first hour out because it was just the first time getting everything to work together didn't sink but once we got that set up it it was a little better going from there on we could flip it up and set up in a lot quicker time so that, that really helped out to to use it a little bit more and move around. So covering uh, uh, more or less what we did or what our tactics were, uh, last weekend when I was here, there was a lot of aggressive fish, a lot of jigging and, and sonar using. This weekend, I don't know how it was in your guys' house because Jacob and Micah fished together and then me and Timmy fished together. And I don't know how it was for you guys, but for us it was primarily dead stick. With with just a little caviar drop and a full minnow hooked through the dorsal fin, I think six, to, six to eight inches off the bottom. That's why we caught half yeah. of them. On. <laughs> the other cup few we caught was just they were a little bit aggressive for the day because you'd seen a mark come in and I'd be like, oh mark, and just kind of like lift up, really just to separate it on my sonar so I can see like it's not my bait, it's it's not my lure, it's something else there. And then they would just kind of grab onto it there. 
so I never really got an aggressive hook set, and that's why we lost a couple at the hole. I think is we just we just started reeling them up because they're on it, and then we just we weren't able to capitalize on them. You know, and that's kind of one of the, in my opinion, and this <clears throat> I don't know if this is relevant at all, but to me, when you're only fishing in, you know, six to eight to ten feet of water, and by the time if you're a foot off the bottom, by the time you make your hook set, you only got four feet to yeah, reel them in. So halfway up because I think we started, we fished basically eight eight feet. Eight foot Sunday, Saturday morning, and then we went to 12, and I think we spent the whole rest of the weekend fishing around 12-foot area. Yep, yep. So, yeah, like I said, before, when you set the hook and you start reeling it in, I mean, there's... By the time you get it up to the hole, you barely even know what's going on, and that's why on our YouTube videos, you'll see... I mean, we got one or two catches on camera, uh, but for the most part, we just start filming as soon as we get it out of the hole because we don't have time. We don't have a setup. To, well, well uh, we don't have it set up to just constantly be recording so that way when something does happen it's already on because we're using our phones so yep. there's too much of sitting on our phones at the same time when i think one of the next things we want to buy uh, as as a group of north pros is a, a drone i think a drone would be pretty sweet and then and then uh, eventually some higher tech cameras and just not trying to break the bank yeah trying to keep it kind of cheap but we also want it to be good content for all of our viewers and listeners. Right. So, uh, Timmy, you got to explain kind of how your night went? Because we fished till what was it, 7.38 yeah, um, all together. And then we, Mike and I, left the lake. And then you guys stayed out. You want to kind of talk about how yeah, your night like, went after we left? We, we, we moved after they left one more time. Oh, did you guys? After we left that last time? Well, when you stopped to see us, because you guys stopped to talk to us, yeah, that's where we stayed. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. But when we were both about a mile and a half out and, and 13 feet of water, right. we, when you guys, we left just before you guys packed up to go in. Right. We, so, I think, total we moved four times yesterday. Yeah. Well, so you want to elaborate a little bit more on kind of how the well, light we, on went? We tried moving on to like eight eight to nine feet but we ended up going about 11 wasn't it 12 according to the garden uh, I, just, uh, I remember nick called because he was like yeah i want to get shallower for the night and then he called back and just i didn't check the depth i just drilled a hole set up and we're the yeah, same was, depth that we left it's an 11 and a half or something like that yeah 11.4 oh, is what the helix said and seven i yeah inches. i was pissed because i was like well i just drove like three quarters of a mile back <laughs> towards shore and the depth <laughs> changed by like six inches yeah. Which, that's my own fault. Right. Well, I and mean, it wasn't the worst thing to be a little closer to shore during the... Because you guys didn't come off till midnight, so... Yep. Yeah, I think we didn't get back in here till about 1, 1.30, and then we wanted to get up and go out again at 6 this morning, and we had alarms going off from 5.30 to, to yeah. 8. It was one of them, of no bed. one else got up, I'm not going to get up yeah. type deals. Yeah. It was nice and warm in here, too, and... Yeah, well, that was a struggle. Um, so when Mike and I got off the lake, we got back to the house, and we didn't have a generator with us. And I think my battery in this house is kind of weak. It it was too low to run the heater, the fan and the heater. You, you should buy one of those uh, Amped Outdoors 18-amp-hour 12-volt batteries. Good throw that in and there. Throw that in here and see how she does. See what that does. Because I, I, I will 100% never buy another battery other than... I'm not going to you know narrow it down to just Amped Outdoors. Well, but I ran my Hummingbird from 7 a.m. yesterday morning until 1.30 last night so and this morning 15 hours and i ran it this morning and it is at 12.8 volts right now yeah yeah the lithium batteries do do make a difference but so we got back and we didn't have juice and we didn't have generator or anywhere to plug in and we didn't have heat in the house so then mike and i had to go on a little 
we were like, all right, well, we got to sleep in here. We're going to have to figure this out kind of quick. So we ended up talking to the neighbor next to us because we're all pretty packed in here at uh, over at Mort's here. I mean, there's probably only 10 feet between house to house. And um, our neighbor had his generator outside right next to us, so we ended up just going to talk to him. I'm like, yeah, can we just throw you a couple bucks? You don't need to run much, just the furnace and maybe some LED lights or everything. He was, he was really nice. He was like, yeah, I don't, don't worry about it. Just plug it in. Well, then, of course, we, we go to plug it in, and my cord has, like, a 90 degree and it doesn't fit into the generator. So I need like just an extension cord or adapt, just something that goes in straight. So then we couldn't find anything, so we had to run to just north. What was that town called, Mike? A Washika or something? Was, was she, yeah, something like that to a to a Senex and grab a, we ended up just going with a splitter just to plug into it and then plug into the generator. So then by that time, it was like quarter to nine, we got all that straightened out. We got the heat turned on, like, all right, well, our original plan was we were going to run over to JR's Corner and grab some food, and we didn't quite make it. And we did that for you guys. You guys could come back to warmth, which with which failed also, because you guys, <laughs> we fell asleep, and you guys came back, and uh, we ran out of the one propane yeah, tank. It was like, ran it was empty. like 9 o'clock, or 10, 10 o'clock, I think, and I come back in, and I, I was going to grab a, a couple beers. and yeah. No, this was... But it didn't run out then. It was still on. When you no, guys it was got on. Back at it one, was on, but yeah. I, I fully expected you guys to be in here playing cards and partying it up, and you guys both kind of lifted your head when I opened the door, like, "What the fuck do you want?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> because then when you guys got back at one, we, we Mike and I had fallen asleep. That I woke up and I'm like, "You're like, it's it's cold in here." I'm like, "Oh, should be." And we did we did play some cards for a while, and we we're like, and then you guys were saying the fish were hitting, so we were thinking about going back out, and I was like. With our luck, by the time we get out there, we we'll, get set we'll shut up. it down for you guys. You know, we didn't really elaborate on on how we did while we were fishing, but moral of the story. Hold on, let's finish up the heating part. Yep. We ended up at like one in the morning. I woke up and you guys, Nick, walks in. He's like, "It's kind of cold in here." And I look and I'm like, "Yeah, it's only fifty four degrees." So I had to go switch propane tanks. So I ended up going through just thirty pounder in a few days. I, I think part of the problem there was we left it on when we went out which we probably shouldn't have done well i, I don't know it, what what temperature did we have it set at when we left 62 or 64 okay because uh, we, when we were sleeping we only put it to like 66 and honestly even in the back of the house i was i was pretty toasty yeah i slept right <laughs> i slept right by the the heat vents up there yeah what did you learn about those those heat vents did, so one thing i learned around? about those heat vents is do not put your crocs in front of said heat vents so I, I woke up this morning to Jacob trying to put my Crocs on, and he's like, he's like, Nick, what the, are these yours? Like, I can't get my goddamn foot in here. And I looked down at him, and they were, like, small. And, well, Timmy is a small, Timmy's a small guy, so I'm like, oh, they must be Timmy's. And Timmy's like, the fuck they are? I don't have any Crocs. And, uh, yeah, so we found out that the, the heat coming out of the heat vents was so hot that it crocs can shrink it melted my my crocs and it shrunk them they don't even fit my feet anymore. so moral of the story though there will be a lawsuit coming against crocs here in the near future and crocs or glacier (laughs) i haven't decided which one i'm gonna go after yet (laughs) no no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but but i don't know last night when we moved and after you guys left it was about eight o'clock and from eight to midnight it was like every half hour you're getting fish to come in and you'd get a school of them to come in and you'd pick up one aggressive one out of every single group and then you'd get, you'd get one, uh, you'd get one or two on the dead sticks. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what we had before that because we were all in the same spot before you guys moved to your final spot for the night. And Mike and I were, we were marking stuff and catching every once in a while. They come in pretty hot. 
But then it, it kind of shut down, and we, that's where we kind of came to the decision was, do we want to set up, or do we just want to kind of go in and see what the resort lives are all about? But that that backfired for us. Yeah, the grill was supposed to be open till 9, but apparently they had other plans. Yeah, we showed up at like quarter to 9 or 8.30, somewhere in there, and they're like, you know, the grill's closed, and it was, it was, it was busy over there, so we're like, let's go back and enjoy some cards and make some food here. Yeah, I pretty much lived off of mountain house meals this weekend yeah jared what do you what do you eat out there yesterday i had some of those mountain house <clears throat> that was that was good those were yeah those are a nice filler on the lake yeah well it's so slick it's like you got that jet boil that you know just a minute gets water isn't that what you use and that we're good <laughs> uh well i use the jet boil and then uh, insert video of nick starting his house on fire last year with a 20 pound propane yeah thing. i had another incident with the freaking fire i I, the the self igniter, I don't know what the heck the deal was. If the tank was, I, I don't know. I, I lit it and and it was this, this supposed to just be like a little one inch flame that comes out of that igniter. But it was yeah. like a six inch flame, and it scared me because I wasn't expecting it. They got know? some like flashbacks going on. Yeah. So then I, then I, last year, if you haven't listened to that, we should uh, figure that one out. We'll, uh, we'll have to throw the the link to that yeah, podcast in the, that was a good the description too. of this one. But uh, yeah, there. It just startled me, and I dropped it, and Timmy's, like, looking at me, like, what the, f- what are you doing? And I'm, like, sitting there, I'm, like, trying to shove the the nozzle into the snow, and it's just going around it. It's just coming up, <laughs> and I end up getting it out. Well, I hit the line on one of my rods, so I melted a buckshot off, tied a new one on a little while later. I'm jigging, and I pull it up, and I got another line on there, and I caught the buckshot that I melted <laughs> off my line. No, no so, shit. So yeah, that, that's, was, that's funny. that was pretty lucky, but... Yeah, what, so how do you catch it? Are you just there's enough line? Just the line. Well, I, 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 I had a floating up. Yeah, I had a flutter spoon. So I think what it did is it would it go past, twirled around, and knot it up. Yep, huh. and I I caught it. So that was kind of cool. Well, I did it. lose one or two tungsten little jig heads. Uh, I th- one I lost, I know for sure on a pike, and the other one I think my line was frayed on the end, and I just I, yeah. I just set the hook and lost that, it. And that's where I'm at too. I never went through my gear before we started, but. All my rods need relined. So if anybody on Upper Red Lake catches a pike with a red Venom Outdoors number two spoon in its mouth... You can send that back to 1820. Yeah, yeah. Or a little yellow and blue tungsten jig head. Just a tiny one in a walleye, I'm guessing. Congratulations, those are nice lures. I hope you enjoy (laughs) them. That's that's the gift from North Bros Outdoors to you. Thanks for being a valued listener. And, And another thing with North Bros, we just slap the sticker on our new mobile we can actually call it the mobile podcast studio now it's got a north bros uh sticker on the back window of the ice house and we did we touched on that a little bit we got a few videos on that and uh yeah so we got we got plenty of content this weekend to play with so I I'm, I'm gonna try and get this youtube video by the time i actually post it this podcast will Probably hopefully video. be up as well so I'm hoping to get that video up this week, and I think we might hold off on the podcast until next month. So it'd be January. We'll start fresh, and and have a couple in the bank so we can just roll them out one after another. I know we already have one done, and we recorded two more this weekend before this one. One of which I I don't know if it's gonna be posted. There's a we're we're trying something new, or just like let's just record our conversation as the night went on and. It was a great time. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. I just don't think anyone else is going to want to listen to what our, our dumbasses were talking about. Yeah, there's... But we'll see. Maybe we'll throw some tidbits in there that were pretty funny. Yeah, we'll have to go through and cut it because there's some stuff in there that just... 
yeah, I, that's all I'm gonna say. Wherever your imagination is going, that is yes. Yep. So, well, I think um, since we're probably gonna take this on to that other podcast and maybe make that one a little longer, we can. Have anyone else have anything else extra to say? Not Micah, so you go first. Yeah, oh, everyone's uh, required to say one thing. It's like, it's like the, what is it, Thanksgiving when you got to go on the table and say what you're <laughs> thankful for? What are you thankful for this weekend? You're required to say something, no repeats. <laughs> well, it was a great weekend out on the lake, I guess, testing out all Jake's new fun toys. So that was nice, and it is nice to not have to walk, and that these two guys got uh, got a wheeler and a razor, so that definitely makes it a lot easier getting around, and when nature calls, makes it real easy to get back to the lodge to, to do your business. <laughs> Jared, what about you? Well, I was probably thankful for great weather. It was that actually quite nice. Very nice. I mean, that wind kind of picked up a little afternoon, a little later in the afternoon yesterday, and then today it was a little windy, but it was above zero, and the sun was shining. And yeah, uh, overall, it was a beautiful weekend yep. out there. Yeah, it could have been could have been a lot worse. Nick, how about yourself? Well, I gotta agree with with what Mike and Timmy both said the, no, the weather the, yeah, no, no repeats I'm, I'm gonna just start with saying the weather was great uh we didn't have any major equipment issues which is nice uh little mishap with the jet boil which didn't event anything and, and the machines ran good the houses worked good the heaters worked good i mean it was caught plenty of fish i'm happy with it uh yeah we can definitely go go home and kind of make ourselves a nice dinner so yep yep fish tacos again this week so yeah. yeah, that's all I got. I mean, it, it went really smooth. I was I was happy. I mean, I I think everybody else out there was was uh, enjoying themselves and having a good time. So. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad we just got to go out for the first time and just try some different things. Like I didn't know going into this if I can pull a four wheeler in the box to pull a house. I didn't know if my four wheeler could pull a house. I mean, just just a lot of things. Um, haven't been able to actually get stuff all together in one place and try it out. So. It was definitely good to see that, and I think by the sounds of it, it won't be too long until we can just drive and pick up out in the house out there. And yep, there's the resort. That should make for some pretty good, some pretty good content coming soon too. The resort here is starting to run plow trucks and and stuff out on the roads. So I would, uh, I've only been up here twice, and the two resorts that I've dealt with were JR's Corner and Mart's Resort here on Upper Red Lake. I would definitely recommend either one of those. They're both great establishments to go out of. They're super polite, respectful knowledgeable they'll help you and yeah so that's all i got well you can round it out jacob i think you got it all right guys well that's gonna do it for the upper red lake trip in 2021 i think this is gonna be one of our new early ice spots that we want to hit uh one last thing before we go we'll just kind of touch on what we're going to be doing coming up here i know there's a big storm that's supposed to be hitting the southeastern part of north dakota here this next week talking rain and a lot of snow um, so that might throw a wrench in my plans, but as of right now, I'm planning on getting out down in southeastern North Dakota, kind of stay around home. So, right. I haven't, have you heard any ice reports around that area? I, I know, uh, one of the sloughs down there that we usually go to has about four, about 150 yards out. I know down around the Fergus area, they're starting to get five and a half to six. Uh, and, and I'll give a shout out to Wynn Wildlife, Charlie Wynn. He's been, me and him have been kind of talking back and forth and keeping updated, sharing our information with each other. And he, he doesn't, he's not working right now. So he's got a lot more time to get out and he's got a lot more, uh, a lot more tips and knowledge and, and know-how to, to share right now. But he's another one, one of these days coming up here, we're definitely going to want to get him on the podcast and 
go from there. So now we got to go back around the table, and everybody's got to say where they're gonna, when they're gonna go out next, and what they're gonna be doing. So mine's gonna be Southeast game. North Dakota, and I'm gonna go out hopefully next Saturday morning. So Timmy, uh, I think next weekend planning on going up northern Minnesota and hitting some honey holes and catch some nice sized crappie and some bluegill. Yeah, I know there's more ice around around this area northern Minnesota because I was actually just talking to. Um, one friend lives over by Alex, and he was sending videos. All the lakes are open. They're still full of birds, yep. but it's probably going to be two weeks before I get out. I got a wedding next weekend, and then the week after that, I don't know, I might be looking for maybe a destination lake or somewhere I can just drive the wheelhouse out. And I've seen a lot, of, a lot of reports from Devil's Lake, too. They're starting to get decent ice up there. So, again, as long as this storm system that we got yeah. coming through and doesn't And it's supposed to it. warm up next week a little bit, but who yeah. knows? Yeah. Mike, Micah, how about yourself? Well, as far as equipment and gear goes, I'm pretty slim on all that for ice fishing. But uh, Not existent. Well, yeah, but what I do bring to the table is I am a hell of a guy at picking out snacks. you got a gear, real nice truck, so. too. Yeah, <laughs> used to, but, you know. Some people think that they need to be entitled to everything. Mike, uh, yeah. he, he gave it away to some guy. I mean, that guy never asked. He just kind of took it, but... I just figured they needed it. I'm sure they're hauling lumber or something is what they needed. Yeah. They needed it more than you. They needed yeah. to haul that lumber in to keep warm for the winter. So. All right. All right, right guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Keep an eye out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and the podcast. Until next time, we'll get back to you.